It's 2021, everybody. Everyone is on their hotness and fitness journey. And one of the biggest aspects of that lifestyle is eating healthy and meal prepping. Most people have no idea where to start. They're overwhelmed by options and they don't care what meals suit them best for the goals they want to achieve. Luckily, Prepped and Ready has that solution. This episode of the Binge Boys podcast is brought to you by Prepped and Ready. Prepped and Ready Meals delivers high-quality and fresh meals with health and fitness in mind with a variety of healthy, low-calorie, but delicious meals. They can cater to anyone's personal needs. If you live in the greater Atlanta area and you're interested in meal prep made simple, you can go to PreppedReadyMeals.com and use code BINGE15 at checkout for 15% off your first-time order. going on everybody it's time for the binge boys podcast episode 231 what's going on everybody it's the matt the logan and the tanner show Woo! bang what's up happy monday fellas how we doing doing good man it's monday we don't have a major major release this week but uh i was really hyped for this episode for some reason maybe i'm just yeah. in podcast mode <laughs> It is podcast day, as you declared on Twitter.com. I did declare (laughs) on uh, Twitter.com that it is podcast day. Podcast evening, better that. (laughs) But uh, this is just the first of them, baby. It's it's, it's podcast. It's just always podcast day. So um, if you're joining us for the first time and you're wondering, what is podcast day? Well, keep listening and eventually you'll, you'll understand. Um, and if you still don't go to head over to uh, circling back and listen to them talk about podcast day and uh, or podcast week rather, and uh, and they'll they'll break it down for you. But if if you're a long time w- listener, welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. Uh, if it is your first time, indeed, the premise is each week my co-host and I break down the hottest in TV and movies, and every Thursday we do a bonus episode of the show entitled "The Run Through." This week. Tanner and I ran through the 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> That'll be All uploading right. on this Thursday it's on those hype. episodes, in case you're wondering what the run-through is. Uh, it's where I'm joined by Tanner and Matt, or Tanner by himself, or Megan and Emily, or anyone who wants to dive in on a particular movie or TV series and break it down element by element and give an in-depth review. First things first, head over to Instagram, at Binge Boys Podcast. That's where you get our announcements, our top five lists, our reviews, and more. Next thing, go to iTunes and make sure you've left that five-star rating as well as a short review. It helps us out a lot, and it helps us grow the show. Tanner, huh? what'd you get into this weekend? I worked. I was hey. having trouble figuring that out for a second. Well, the pa- last weekend you didn't work, did you? Or no. not much, at least not as much as you usually did. Yeah, and uh, yesterday I uh, watched something pretty damn tragic on TV happen. I watched I'm guessing my- it was football related. Yeah, what the hell was that? I'm a Packer fan. What was oh. that? 
Is Aaron Rodgers done? No, you already know he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> wake up. He'll wake up and everyone will be like, oh my god, he's so good. You know how it always goes. Same bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. It happens all the time. Every year this shit happens. Every I mean this stuff happens, excuse me. But oh, that was tragic. I, I, I spent the better part of my night just thinking about what the freak just happened. <laughs> but yeah, it's that's okay. what I got into. Tears and video games. What about you guys? Um, what did I do Friday? Oh, Friday I went to the Braves game, saw Dude. them play the uh, the Marlins. Um, got some dipping dots, oh. of course, as you as you do. Oh, I dipped God. the dot. How is the future? <laughs> <laughs> dipping dots is uh, going to be the next company I reach out to to try to secure <laughs> yes. some kind of uh, sponsorship deal. That would be. Can you imagine if they're like, we we won't pay you. We're just going to send you unlimited dipping dots. Dude. Bring it on. You want to know oh how God. they weathered the pandemic? <laughs> how? <laughs> their technology to make their like little balls just requires like an intense freeze like of ice cream. So they were actually monumental in transporting the vaccine since they could keep things insanely cold. Wait, actually? No yes. Way. This wow, is big that's facts. Awesome. Yeah. That's no, so there's not cool. a joke here. It's just facts. That's wow. So cool. Dippin' Dots making moves. Yeah. You're going to say something stupid. No, yeah, I thought I thought I thought there was a punchline coming, but hey, who knew that Dippin' Dots was behind uh, transporting the vaccine? That's 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 big. Dippin' Dots. <laughs> so I went to the Braves game and I got some Dippin' Dots. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I had a day that I haven't had in such a long time, where I sat in that cushion from like 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Hell yeah. And I just mobbed on that couch all day, took a little (laughs) snooze. Then I went to trivia night, got my trivia off on uh, on Saturday night uh, with Farron and uh, his uh, some of his closest friends. Shouts to plain and simple. Shouts. And uh, in Sunday, I did work all day. But other than that, man. Uh, it was a pretty groovy weekend. What about you, Matt? Sounds like mine, it was a movie. Mine was groovy as well. On a Friday, headed up to the greater Chicagoland area once again. Uh, this time, stayed with uh, girlfriend's friend, Lauren. Also my friend now, I guess. Shout out to Lauren. Uh, then on Saturday, we went, to, uh, we went downtown to see my baseball giants absolutely mollywop the Chicago Cubs. Yes! Dude, the Cubs. they're just Sorry. going, man. The Giants, they won again dude. Sunday. Dude, it's... They're incredible. I'm dude. scared. White yeah. Sox have some serious competition in the playoffs this year. Dude, they're going to get... They're going to run into each other at the World oh, Series. I, I would hope so, but I don't know. We're pretty young, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we'll see. But then the Giants have the exact opposite problem. They're very old. But uh, yeah. yeah, that was basically <laughs> it. Then just came home Sunday. Oh, did a really, really hard escape room on Sunday. Oh, oh fun. it was like Jack the Ripper themed. So it's like it was like historically accurate as I listened to podcasts on the way home to confirm. <laughs> but like there was just so much reading and you had to like crawl through like a fireplace to get like between two rooms. It was just too much, man. We were we were not going to get out even even with the, the te- <laughs> it was like you could tell it was like the person watching us like was just rooting for us the whole time. They'd give us clues without us even asking for it. Cause they were just like, dude, these people have no idea what they're doing, but, uh, well, yeah. it is good since you are here. I'm assuming you escaped. Uh, 
Technically, no, but literally, yes. I did <laughs> escape the good. room. But uh, yeah, that was that was it, man. So pretty pretty good weekend. I, I'd say that for the three of us, this weekend was a sports movie. Oh yeah, sounds like it was a sports movie. Depressing one, but it was good. <laughs> nah, I, <laughs> I had the high. I had yeah, the high. you did. For me, I uh, spent last night crying and holding on to my pillow really hard, just <laughs> drooling all over Dude. it. Uh, that's so sad. That's but the anyways. life is a. That's the life of a uh, a fan that is just watching his his team just fail. I've watched him. Yeah. I've watched every single game since 2010. <laughs> wow, that's that's commitment. That was the very worst specific. game I've ever seen. Worst. Wow, never seen him play that bad in my life. Even back a few years ago yeah, when no, he was never, struggling. Nope, never seen him play that bad. Hmm. What wow. a surprise. You started watching the season. They ended up I was winning young. the Super Bowl. Hmm. I was young. Come on. Hmm. I was a little kid. I didn't, I didn't care about sports until nah. dad was like, hey, they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm the same way with the Chicago hockey Blackhawks. So. Oh, yeah. You're a Blackhawk fan? Me too. Yes. Hell yeah. We can agree that there. Yeah. Anyway. Major motion picture. Let's go. For more of that, check out Dude, What About Sports? Oh, another oh, plug. Yeah. Oh, no one's yeah. doing two different podcast plugs in the same segment, but <laughs> I guess we are. We're doing it. Because it is podcast day. It's podcast day. Um, we, we could go into the headlines, I guess, but headlines this week, we didn't really get any major news. However, we did get a bunch of trailers dropping. Oh, yeah, we did. The only piece of news I will make comment on aired just an, about an hour ago. And it says that HBO Max is already developing a spinoff series, another spinoff series for the Batman, and it's going to be all about the Penguin. Ooh. So another example of HBO, or I guess Warner Brothers, getting a little excited about a character in their movie like they did with Peacemaker. Like, Peacemaker's getting his own series at HBO Max, and... They greenlit that even before the first trailer came out for Suicide Squad. So they must be really confident in these new slate of DC movies. Yes. I mean, didn't this also happen before uh, Justice League and Dawn of Justice? And then we're still kind of waiting to see the rollout from that. Yeah, I think so. So that's that's the only piece of like cool news. But everything else was a trailer. Um Wow, it's it's like almost like we are at a movie because we're about to just go into a bunch of trailers. Yeah. But um first up, we got a trailer. I think we got this at like maybe even Monday night last week, so we missed it on our episode, but it was a trailer for Red Notice, a movie that stars uh The Rock as well as Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Oh, says uh, Red Notice is an upcoming American action thriller film that is going to air on Netflix on November 12th, 2021. Hell yeah. Premise is an Interpol issued Red Notice is a global alert to hunt and capture the world's most wanted. But when a daring heist brings together the FBI's top profile, The Rock, and two rival criminals, Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. There's no telling what will happen. Netflix uh, is doing it. I think this will be <laughs> solid. I'm, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm I expecting major movie Motion alert picture. here. 
I don't know if this is top 10 material, but I think it'll probably be pretty fun to watch. Yeah. I agree. I mean, you put those three in a room together, that's just hella charisma, physical, you know, talking and hotness. Gail Gadot. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> there's a lot of comedic relief with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and maybe even Gal Gadot. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if her comedy chops or not, but um, they'll do it. Yeah, apparently this was going to be released in theaters under Universal Pictures, but Netflix bought them out on July 8th of 2019 because they were so intrigued by by the project. It I've um, I've learned recently y'all that when they make movies, they almost just unless it's under you're under a unless the director is under a contract with a studio, it's almost like like an auction house. Like yeah. They're just like, boom, we're going to make a script for, I don't know, an action movie starring Robert Downey Jr. in The Rock. And like Paramount might be like, I'll give it 10 million and Netflix will be like 15 million. And I've recently learned that it's like a cutting room floor for studios that are like competing for franchises and stuff. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, yeah, same thing with like TV shows, like the writers will put together the script and they'll go around to the different people. And if you can get them bidding against each other, you're in business. Absolutely. Yeah. All you need is two studios that want your movie and you're good to go. <laughs> right. Well, really one, but two is good True. for money. True. Oh, yeah. Good for money. Um, so you guys cool with this movie or are you guys I'm excited, it. not excited, in the middle? Yeah. I'm always- in the middle, closer to excited. I'm not like, you know, setting an alarm to make sure I do not miss day <laughs> one of uh of this. But yeah, it'll be cool. I'm always excited for a Ryan Reynolds flick. Yeah, cool. He's always good, no matter what. I agree for the most part. Yeah, free guy. <laughs> I I interacted with a customer last night at work, and she told me she had just seen Free Guy and she loved it. So I must have been out. I must have been out of it, man. I might need to go back. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I still want to see it. I'd still I, be willing to see it. I feel like that's one like you've already given it the money. Just wait for it to be like on a streaming service. I catch it on TV or something. I'll probably do that. Maybe we'll go back and run through Free Guy. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fun. That would Um, be a good idea. But until then, they dropped a trailer last week. I think maybe Wednesday 30 or Wednesday. Sorry, Wednesday, Thursday uh, time frame (laughs) called Don't Look Up. And it's directed by Adam McKay, worldwide famous director. And I really don't know much about the movie. Uh, I just wanted to acknowledge the cast here. Are you ready, Tanner? Yep. We've got Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah. I've seen all this. Jennifer Lawrence, (laughs) Jonah Hill, Tyler Perry, Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep. This is going to be a movie. Yeah. The Wolf it, of Wall Street Part Two. Yeah, it says uh, that Don't Look Up is an upcoming American science fiction black comedy film written, produced, and directed by Adam McKay. Uh, film stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence as two low-level astro- astronomers attempt uh, uh, attempting via a media tour to warn mankind about an approaching comet that will destroy Earth. So very this this comes off as very Adam McKay ish. Yeah. Like Adam McKay makes comedies, but he also makes a damn good drama, too. This feels like a dark comedy. Yeah, I, I agree. 
It felt sort of Cohen Brothers too. Like yeah. given like the sort of seriousness, but also how goofy everyone was acting, that was sort of the nose that hex. Yeah, I couldn't tell what's gonna be um if it's gonna be a dark comedy or a comedy with that's like farcing like something serious. Right, because we all know that Leonardo DiCaprio is big environmentalist. Right. So it's almost funny that they got him to star in this movie. Because if he's going to be, they're going to be warning everybody that like, you know, I saw the trailer and they're talking about climate change and, and they're talking about all these different factors that could have possibly impacted the way that the comet will hit earth, blah, blah, blah. It's just funny that they got Leonardo for this. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. It says here I'm that intrigued. It says the movie's yeah. supposed to get a theatrical release on December 10th. And then it will stream on Netflix on the 24th, Christmas Eve. Oh, so uh, we'll probably uh, we'll probably catch it in December or early January then. Uh, but it, it looks will. promising. I think it'll I think it's going to be good. Same with that. Uh, um, well, you, that don't panic one with Gyllenhaal. That looks good, too. Oh, I did see yeah. that. <sighs> Chilling mix up. Oh, yeah. I make them don't. Pan- oh, and then duh, don't look up. That's why I keep mixing them up. <laughs> next up we've got something i know that's near and dear to uh tanner and i's heart uh we got a trailer a full-blown trailer for dexter new blood <laughs> oh which is my. the continuation miniseries that is set to premiere on november 7th 2021 miniseries will serve as a revival and finale of the uh, original series that will air on Showtime. It is set 10 years after the events of the eighth season finale. Tanner. Uh, I'm hype as shit. It looks yeah. awesome. I was not that. I, I can't say that I wasn't excited, but I wasn't jumping up and down. I was like, oh, this is an obvious money grab. But well, after yeah. seeing the trailer, <laughs> after seeing the trailer, I am all in. I am all in. I am excited. We're gonna have to do Dexter nights. Yes, we are. I'm coming uh, right there. That you see that little that square right there on the far left of the couch. That's where I'm sitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. We're gonna do Dexter nights, and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Oh, caca. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Turner. So not much else to discuss. We're hyped for it, and they released a trailer for it, and we got the release date officially November seventh. 2021 got like a month out but still it's oh you're right oh my god absolutely damn okay cool i feel better oh it's less than oh what it's oh never mind no it's not it's september it's not october what was the voice (laughs) i I thought it was less than a month for a second Next, uh, next for the two trailers that people want us to discuss. Uh, first up, we got trailer for uh, The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, okay. Matrix Resurrections is an upcoming American science fiction action film produced, co-written, and directed by a woman, Lana Wachowski. Yep. It is the Wachowski. sequel to The Matrix Revolutions from 2003 and the fourth installment in the Matrix film series overall. Most of the original cast is reprising their roles. The movie is going to come out on HBO Max on, uh, well, what 
this makes no sense. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> December 22nd, it will re be released as a part of HBO Max's uh, plan to release a movie in theaters as well as uh, I keep saying HBO. Warner Brothers plan to release a movie on HBO Max and in theaters simultaneously. So, Matt. Well, actually, first, before I get to Matt, Tanner, where are you on The Matrix? Have you seen them? Not one. I've not I seen mean, one I, either. We should we take I, we should take care of that. Yeah, I, I really do <laughs> yeah. watch. I I in fact I added too. them to my list are last they, oh, night on good. HBO Max. They they are on HBO Max. Well, then I definitely I definitely will watch them at so, some point before it comes out. So besides the fact that it looks pretty badass, um, <laughs> Matt, where's your level of excitement at here? Uh it's pretty high. Um, but I would be lying if I said I remembered much beyond the first Matrix. So that's kind of uh, kind of important if they're going to continue the storyline. But yeah, it's high. Um, it looked like there were some definite sort of uh, like homages to the earlier ones, like the iconic like you know lean backwards through all the bullets thing. Sorry, I'm doing visual stuff on a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks cool. Um, I learned via my twitter feed that a i still follow neil patrick harris and b that he is in this movie oh. <laughs> when he, as the uh, as the therapist so yeah that's um it's pretty cool should be good definitely we'll uh brush up on the later matrix maybe we can even talk about them here just kind of like do like a pre-show yeah. before we watch the fourth one just almost kinda, thinking i'm down almost thinking it would make sense to run through the original trilogy sure Maybe the week of or yeah, week before yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Special releases. Yeah, absolutely. So, in fact, before we I even, know they're amazing. Before so we I... even move on, I'm going to write that down. Bet. Yes. <laughs> because I know that... they're good. I've been told a thousand times to watch them. Yeah, never that, got would be, to it. that would be a good one. So, yeah, we're going to write here. We're going to do The Matrix. Should we do the first one or the original trilogy? I mean, we got to watch them all anyway, right, yeah. Tanner? Yeah. Oh, I definitely want to get brushed up on all of it so I know the whole lingo, the whole lore, everything. Well, okay. I won't enjoy the movie at all if I don't understand anything, you know? Yeah. Well, duh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I've Exciting. Got it. Yeah. I'm excited to I'm excited to learn because this is one of those movies for me personally. I'm sure you too, Tanner, that you've heard about forever. And you oh, yeah. just never have gone into it. Well, now I have an mm -hmm. excuse to get into it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to set the expectations too high for the first one, but it held up a lot better than I kind of expected. Mm. Okay. Also funny you say that. I've heard nothing outstanding about the sequels. I've heard the first one is the one you know, but the second two are eh. Yeah, it like completes the arc um, in a way that like makes sense but beyond that, it just doesn't sort of stick with didn't obviously didn't stick with me um, as much. I, I enjoyed like while I was I enjoyed it while I was watching them, but they just didn't really um, leave much of, uh, of a lasting impact. It was just kind of confusing, if I'm being honest. Gotcha. Either way, excited to check them out and uh, become a fan of yet another franchise. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope I like it. I'm sure I me will. Too. We like a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh lastly in terms of trailer talk uh we got a surprise trailer today for hawkeye 
Disney Plus series uh, in the MCU starring, of course, Gen- Jeremy Renner, Haley Steinfeld, <laughs> Vera Farmiga. The list goes on. And on. Hawkeye is a upcoming TV miniseries created for Disney Plus based on Marvel comments. Mar- I can't speak today, bro. <laughs> Marvel Comics characters Clint Barton and Kate Bishop both who use the mantle of Hawkeye, the fifth MCU Disney Plus series. And uh, it says it takes place right after the events of Avengers Endgame. And the story here is while in New York City post blip, Clinton Barton must work together with young Kate Bishop to confront enemies from his past time as Ronan in order to get back to his family in time for Christmas. Matt... (laughs) Upon yeah. watching this trailer today, where mm-hmm. are you with Hawkeye? Well, Hawkeye, I'm mid, but for Rogers the Musical, I am big hype. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. the, the whole, I thought it looks pretty good. Um, I think my, I'm sort of calling my shot here. I think the main conflict is between Clint being pulled to you know right his wrongs but also be there for his his family i think that that's a unique conflict that we haven't really seen from the mcu and i think the show a show is really a good way to um do that just sort of as we've as you know i've discussed i feel like the 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 mini series the limited series is a really good um, format, especially for sort of character studies that they're doing now. So, yeah, dude, I'm I'm hype. What about you, Tanner? Hype always. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marvel. I mean, you know, it's gonna be good. Like in in their own in its own way. You know, all the shows have been great in their own way. Mm-hmm. You know, so and plus, you know, he always kind of got sl- not. I mean, yeah, slept on and Just like sideline. Yeah, yeah. And he never really got to see a whole like I don't know like how he really. Almost like a Black Widow situation. Yeah, they kind of yeah. just toss him to the side. Yep, because yep. it's not like because he can't shoot lasers out of his hands or s- stuff like that. But I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, it's, I think it'll be. I think there'll be a lot of badass fight scenes. A lot of like, yeah, a lot of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully more yeah after uh, after Shang Chi, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm still hype. I'm still riding that hype, man. Shang Chi was great. I'm, I still I'm think still about thinking it. about it. Yeah. That's how you know. Um, but in terms of Hawkeye, man, I am not. Uh, I'm not on that train right now. I am not Aww. yet on board. I am not all aboard the Hawkeye train. Listen, my excitement is is mid right now. Like, mm-hmm. of course, I'm excited for the next Marvel project. Of course, I'm excited to see this Hawkeye show. But the trailer didn't sell me. It's really? Kinda, yeah. You know what? I kind of kind of feel I, that way a little I bit. I mean, I I just think that. It wasn't the vibe I was expecting. Like the trailer was very upbeat, very happy, very Christmassy. I just wasn't expecting that. So maybe it just threw me for a loop. Yeah. Um, I'm almost thinking maybe a similar situation to Free Guy. Maybe it, I just wasn't expecting what I saw. Um, I'm very excited for Haley Steinfeld. I think she's me awesome. Too. I'm sure I'm sure she's going to take over the mantle as Hawkeye in the MCU going forward. That's the rumor. Um mm-hmm. You know, as they kind of write off the old Avengers and they bring in like the newer, younger cast, I think she's going to be a part of that. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, the- I 
I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not a hundred percent there yet. But there are a lot of elements I am intrigued about, like Vera Farmiga. I'm, I'm really excited about her. She's a great actress. Excited about to see Jeremy Renner in his own tale, you know, rather than yeah. being just a side character in a big Avengers movie. I'm excited to see that. But as a whole, I'm not there yet. I'm probably around a six and a half out of ten on Dang. like excitement okay. level but i'm i'm still i'm give still ready more for teaser. it give him a few more trailers yeah give give me another trailer give me some more action shots and, I, and i'm in but um you can't deny how badass that shot was of somebody throwing a molotov cocktail at him <laughs> oh, yeah. he yeah. breaks the window and catches it and throws it back like and he's on the phone with his wife hold on one second and catches yeah. it <laughs> so cool He's, it's going to be a lot of, he's kind of a smart ass. So I think it'll be a whole lot of that type of stuff, you know? Yeah. So I am in, uh, I, I am in lingo right now. We will see. We will yeah. see. Cautiously optimistic about Hawkeye. I just don't want uh, to get my hopes super up just like I did with Loki. And I kind of just fell eh, about Loki after it ended. Oh, so man. we'll see. I loved yeah. It. St- looking back still, I, I don't know about Loki, man. I, I just think it was okay. There was a few really, really good moments, personally. This is true. But other than that, I just found out. We didn't see Owen Wilson on a jet ski. <laughs> uh, I was going to say about this trailer, though. Even with the shoe of Yelena yet to drop, you're still uh, hey, on if, it. If Elena pops up, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay. But we're done with the trailers. <laughs> a lot of trailer talk today. Hell yeah. I love, love it. a good Bring trailer. I love when trailers drop. I love it oh, when we too. we talk about a few trailers at once. <laughs> me too. But uh, we'll keep it on the MCU train and we'll transition right into what if dot 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 zombies. <sighs> this is the one that was almost heavily advertised um even from the get-go they released a promo image i'm pretty sure of like zombie captain america or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh, we finally got it uh tanner what'd you think i thought it was the best one so far 100 it was great i mean when it ended though i was like what the fuck it's over but it makes sense because you know we're going full spoilers eh yeah okay well it makes total sense because Thanos, <laughs> you know, is now infected with the Infinity Gauntlet. Now it's freaking impossible, you know? Well, yeah, and they're letting him know exactly where you'll find the last one. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was a good little twist. What if, and, and sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, in a good callback to the previous one, that like there is kind of the critical time or critical events or whatever, um, like Thanos getting all the stones. Yeah. And uh, Vision, that was quite the turn. I, I didn't, I didn't think he was capable of horrific shit like that. So I guess I liked he is. It. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I did too. And <laughs> Paul Rudd's uh, Ant Man, <laughs> that was freaking funny. That but, was you know, good, especially with the with the cape, gave me big, uh, big Futurama vibes. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Who shit when Spider Man came in? I did. I didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was your Matt, where did uh, Matt? Are you still on the same train as last week? With what? With just thinking, eh? I thought this was a good one. I thought this was like a return to to form since they kind of had the big yeah. ensemble cast and sort of a unique combination of it, um, and sort of um, had like good reasons for like 
the configuration that they did. Who was the random dude? Was he from? Oh, something? that was he, he was he was Ant Man's uh, crew, like his old crew that he used to rob people with. I was oh, wondering okay. the same thing because yeah. they never it, really addressed who he was. The one who yeah, wasn't was, Michael Pena or Ti. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Wait, I thought he was so polka dot man. Yes, polka dot man. Wait, <laughs> the actor that yeah. plays polka dot man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the man. same guy. I think you're right. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, I'm 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 with Matt and Tanner here. I, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was a fun time. Just I was sorry. I, I, I like that they on. don't feel like they have to explain much because when yeah. Hulk hits the ground and like there's zombies, he's just like, oh, there's zombies. And it's like, yep. oh, yeah, I thought th- I, agree. I, I thought this one um, it was better than last week's. Yeah. I, I really I really liked this one a lot. And I'm just a big zombies guy. So that. As we know from my Army of the Dead uh, <laughs> review, uh, I uh, I'm on board, and I thought it was really cool that even though they were zombies, they still had like when you see clips of like the zombie cap or the zombie Tony, like they would still like use their powers or whatever that to was cool. to fight. Like I thought that was pretty cool. Like uh, yeah. it's it's a cool concept thinking of like zombie Thanos still having the thought process to be able to like want to collect the infinity stones and still snap his fingers mm-hmm. so I, I guess that begs the question how did he become a zombie if like his uh minions or whatever who came down that fought the hulk were normal or they might because they got infected i think they in did. That fight. so then he probably brought him back up and they bit him even mm-hmm. though he had five infinity stones whatever unexpected but yeah still cool still cool <laughs> yeah i agree yeah i do yeah, cool i agree concept. with you logan too with yeah, the not, I, I, not I like explaining stuff. Yeah, Sorry. I like what Matt said too. No, it's all good. I, I like what Matt said too about they kind of brought the the ensemble back with all the cast and they had a lot of heroes together. I think the Wanda scene was really cool with her coming out and being a badass zombie too. That, okay. that was really cool. Yeah, just a lot of really cool elements like the Paul Rudd, like his head being <laughs> in a like they're really embracing the weird in this show, yeah. which which good. is cool. That's what we wanted. Yeah. So I'm, I, was, uh, I was a fan. I'm trying to confirm this, but it really felt like this was an episode where you can tell they could not. Oh, it was Evangeline Lily. It just didn't sound like her. Yeah. Someone I thought else. so too. Okay. And it wasn't. Um, I thought I could tell that it wasn't Tom Holland. Yeah. That was a. Uh, I read why. It's because it could have breached the Sony contract or something. Uh, it it's, it's just goes back to Sony being a bitch. I think, <laughs> I think hey chill they're giving us spider-man three whatever it's on but ps5 yeah. bullshit no we're talking we're talking spider-man oh, I thought you were like talking about that. uh no way home but i'm thinking um i think i read somewhere too that yeah i think the their agreement said that uh tom could appear in like live action avengers projects but other than that he was a no-go yeah. something like that Guy had the guy kind of sounded like him a little bit at the beginning. I was like, is that is it? And no, he wasn't. But they probably no, tried of, to to yeah. get it somewhat close. That's what the the thing that I read said. Oh, and he kind of sounds like Tom Holland too. And I'm like, eh. well, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Well, maybe to the to the blind to the average fan. I said say the blind fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chances Damn. are the blind That's- fan isn't watching. What if? That's not. Uh, that's not. They, they have like the audio description tracks, like on that's a true. lot of Netflix shows. Yeah, that's, that's true. Cool. That's true. So yeah, what if? 
What I, I don't know. I haven't seen usually by now on a Monday, they usually drop what the uh yeah the next episode is, but maybe with the Hawkeye release, they kind of postpone that until next week. I, they I just know. had like one image at IMDB when I was just looking. I think this is the one where uh Killmonger saves um Tony oh, Stark from the yeah, from the trailer. Oh it's just okay. the image of uh I love peace. Okay, bet. Then I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll check it out on Wednesday. Yeah. So, also I forgot to say it at the beginning of the episode. Dang it! But we're about to talk about uh, about Worth movie uh, starring Michael Keaton. Um, but obviously, this last weekend was nine eleven, and just shout out to all the people that are still affected by nine eleven today. It's just a a bad. Uh, a bad ordeal that had to go down, unfortunately, if 20 years ago. I can't believe it's been 20 years, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Crazy. And it still has the implications and effects on society that it did when it just happened a year later. So uh, shout out to all the families, the firefighters, the first responders, they, uh, the, the civ- innocent civilians that were caught in the crossfire. And uh, yeah. There's a there's yeah. a lot of really cool documentaries out right now about 9/11. <laughs> so I'd go check them out yeah. if you, if you don't know enough about the story, go check it out. I knew I I I I got uh, plenty of information on Netflix and on Apple TV Plus. So um yeah, RIP to all of the people that uh had to suffer in that yeah, horrible geez. day. But it pisses me off. <laughs> uh we got to watch a 9/11-ish movie. It takes yeah. place because of 9/11. Um, but not necessarily about the event itself. Uh, Worth is a movie that stars the the Michael Keaton. And uh, let me tell you about the movie here. Worth was... I think it was weird, man. The movie was, I think, made in 2020... I think it was like some sort of. I looked it up last week when we were talking about doing it. It's something with. It was technically released at like a festival, but like for the broad people, it was released. You know, this past week. Oh, interesting. I didn't know. Very that. interesting. Sorry to step on your toes there. No, you're good. Um. So yeah. Worth. Worth. Worth is rated PG-13. It was released in 2020, but they just put it on Netflix <laughs> uh, last week or whatever, uh, kind of as a brand new release. Uh, starring, of course, Michael Keaton, Amy Ryan, Stanley Tucci, more directed by Sarah Con- Colangelo. Colangelo? Colangelo, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this movie is about an attorney in Washington, D.C. that battles against uh politics and bureaucracy essentially to help the victims and their families of 9-11 um tanner uh what what'd you think here what'd you think of this movie well uh well movie story-wise is really interesting all the all the uh the stories from the victims families they were sad mm-hmm. as hell and like chilling some of them were um i was really incredible michael keaton's shift in character, total, like, total complete change towards the end. I felt that the whole way. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I think they could have uh, done a whole lot more. Or it's just like, 
kind of just it felt like it i don't it didn't really feel like it jumped around but it did yeah you know what i mean yeah like the story was told well but it, i don't know how to say it you know but i gave it a three out of five right in the middle it's a good movie wasn't bad at all i enjoyed it i kind of hate to admit it but i teared up at the end mm-hmm. when they were like when everyone was coming in i was like yes like god you know yeah, yeah and he he made himself out to be like he didn't try to be, but he was a total ass at the beginning, <laughs> like total ass. But then yeah. he completely flipped in that scene when he flipped. I was like, oh, good. Okay. And then, yeah, that's what made it. That's what gave it the three out of five. And it was pretty good. What about you, Matt? That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. kind of about the same where it's like the arc was there, but I feel like they didn't necessarily show like the full sort of steps through it. Mm-hmm. It felt like all of a sudden at the end, he wants to, you know, help everybody. Yeah. Sort yeah, of, sort flips. of snap to it when he realized like, Oh, I, I just don't have enough people to avoid, you know, c- collapsing the economy. Um, and yeah, it just sort of didn't feel yeah. earned. I think everyone in there did a good job. I think it was, you know, a good story told. Well, I just think there were some, missing pieces and i think um i don't know i think the performances were good michael keaton i think he did a good job but i really i really connected with stanley tucci a little bit more i feel like that that was kind of the um emotional heart of the movie um and it had a big it's a wonderful life energy at the end when everybody was uh (laughs) you know trying to get their their thing so i liked yeah i definitely liked more than i didn't like about this movie um i think there were some decisions that could have been made differently um to make it a little bit more effective for it. what about you logan oh i gave it a three out of five as well yeah i i, I landed at a three out of five as well um it, it kind of was one of those unfortunate situations because like you almost see both sides you're like yeah yeah how can you how can you say that this guy's life is worth more than another's whereas on the flip side like yeah we we can't afford to to pay you know let like if let's say they capped it off and said every victim was worth 10 million dollars just right. as, just as a random number like how where would you get the money for that like <laughs> but at the same time you can't say that just because you know matt was a dishwasher that he deserves or his family deserves any less compensation money or not even money like that's one thing that i i like that they kind of addressed throughout the movie that like at one point he was like oh something something about money and when the victim was like you think this is about the money yeah it's they just wanted respect yeah they just wanted the respect and they felt like it was just yet another government agency trying to step in and say we can help and and they make things worse yeah but I liked it. I liked the arc, but like you guys said, I think it was like basically like someone punched him in the face and all of a sudden he was like, I'm going to help everybody. Yeah. And, and I, I did kind of, I don't want to say cry, but I did like kind of like get one of those happy, like a happy tear. I was like, yeah, like let's go. Like me too. Yeah. Honestly, the coolest part of the entire movie was the very end where they showed that that organization supports the other like yeah. crazy mm-hmm. terror attacks and stuff on us soil. Like I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I think that that's 
something that is real yeah really cool and it's you know a specific skill so if someone has it like i'm glad it's being able to get used again to help more people after another you know other tragedies yeah it like you guys said i don't want to beat a dead horse but mm -hmm. essentially pretty well acted tanner did you realize that the woman and matt i guess yeah uh, did you guys realize the woman is holly from the office yep. oh, yeah. like holly Oh, yeah. The whole movie, I was like, this woman is so familiar. But since she wasn't like being a comedian and her hair wasn't blonde like it was yeah. in The Office, I was yeah. like, man. But I think everybody I acting did really well. I think Stanley I Tucci kind of really stood out to me. Yeah. Oh, kind yeah, of really playing that part well of like, you are in the wrong here and we're going to sue. Yeah. Right. And he, he the whole time he was just like... At, and the whole movie also had me, like you said, in the two sides, Logan, like it kind of had me angry at the people, like, please listen at times. And I was like, I can't be, I can't be mad at, like, I'd be so livid. If that was victims, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah. they had me like angry at like, like listen to them like at the beginning, mm -hmm. but then, you know, they had me flip. It was, it was, that was pretty good in the emotional side of the movie. Kind of had me up and down. Yeah. I think, no, go ahead, Matt. Oh, I was going to say, I was curious. I haven't had the chance to like look this up to see if, you know, some of the test of, cause every testimony was, you know, there was a stenographer, like a recorder in there. I wonder if any of those were um, like actual, like firsthand accounts, like put into scenes. That'd be, that'd be really cool. Or if sort yeah. of like the sort of highlighted special case of like the, you know, they were going to get their domestic partnership or this guy had, he had his family and then he had his other family and all yeah, the kids deserve like, yeah, deserve something. I wonder if those are, you know, anonymized, like actual cases that they dealt with. If so, I think that that's really cool. And if not, like, I think it was, you know, there were effective like story cases showing that like there are these really like weird fringe cases when you have this many people affected by something. Yeah. And it made you feel bad, especially for that, that gay couple that, yeah. that he died and his parents didn't approve and said, screw you. Like this money's going to go to us. If it goes yeah. to us, it's like, Oh man, that like, how do you, how do you serve those, those cases like that? Like, right. It, it's, it's just Follow tough. Well. And yeah. I thought the same thing, Matt, where you said like, if some of the, like some of the stories, if those were actual like firsthand accounts, some of those extras that were acting did so oh, well shit. that yeah. I almost thought for a split second, I was like, what if they, grabbed some families but i don't think that they would they no. would do that but no but, yeah. but maybe they did have people tell their story and and they used it as part of the film because the, some of those extras that came in and were venting to them i was like wow these no name probably borderline extra actors came in and killed it yeah wow. and Definitely. i kind of i kind of feel like the phone calls might have been real some of those, like uh, the one, like he was like, Hey hun, you know, I sure you heard. And like, I almost feel like that was because there's a lot of screaming in the background and like, it sounded yeah. choppy and I don't know, maybe. I really like it when movies like this sprinkle in like things like that, or like yeah. when someone turns a TV on, it's like an actual news broadcast yes. from the time. Mm -hmm. I really like that when, when, when production companies do that. We that watched, was, um, uh, off, <laughs> off nose, but we watched a uh, bombshell over the weekend. That's the one about like, all the me too stuff at Fox news. And that was like all like real stuff that like, I remember watching over the past, you know, few years. Yeah, I so never seen that. I actually missed that one. Is it good? It is good. Riley. It's 
Yeah, Bill O'Reilly and like yeah. the the sort of head of Fox. Oh, I can't think of the scumbag's name, but yeah, yeah I, really, can, I can picture him. Yeah, it was really good. It was you know, I I hate the guy, and I didn't even know his name before watching the movie. So <laughs> pretty effective. It is well, effective. Ben, <laughs> Yeah, not a bad flick if you've, you know, if you've got the time, if you want to watch a movie mm-hmm. that's kind of makes sense for the times, you know, with with September 11th being last weekend, uh throw it on. It's not a it's not a happy movie by any means. Uh-uh. Um mm-hmm. the only happy-ish moment is when, you know, inevitably in the end they they win. Uh spoiler alert, but <laughs> I mean, but no one really wins in this situation. It's kind no. of a just, just, just the whole up. concept of a 9-11 movie is just kind of sad all around. Yeah. But sorry to put you through that. <laughs> no, it was solid. <laughs> no, I was I'm, gl- I'm glad I watched it. Um, Me too. Like I said, I wish there were some parts of it that were a little bit more complete, but I still think it was definitely worth watching. I agree. Yeah, for sure. And okay. uh, it, was, it, was, it was a side that I had never seen also. The financial side, the compensation, I've never seen that before. So that was interesting. That's a really good point too because mm-hmm. I because you never think – about that kind of stuff like you never think like oh my god i wonder how much money like the government had to pay out the families to you know to to help grieve and and whatnot uh but like i want to know how much money it costed to like rebuild like new york city like to clear the debris like to oh i i just can't imagine still so still so sad Mm -hmm. well like i said it's still ongoing because just like the lingering health effects from the cleanup crew, it's all that dust. Yes, yes. And they did say the thing at the end, right, where they said they're still trying to help yeah. families uh, yeah. move on and, and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. so now there's like they having problem, like people who got injured and stuff are still having issues. Like, and it's like this, and you know, they need the money. Yeah. yeah. It's on the chopping block like every year. And it's actually, of all people, John Stewart's like big campaign. Really? He'll like always go to Congress when. I think it's like the 9-11 first responders, like medical coverage is like on the chopping block. You like, mm, no, this isn't happening. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's no. not fair. That's that's not, not cool. Not in this lifetime, at least. No, Jeez. I don't, I don't think that happened. ever needs to be. 20 years ago. Yeah, that's, that's, that's some crap. I didn't even know that that was something that is on the chopping block. That's it's pretty <laughs> shitty. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that great note. But government. on that great note, we'll move it on and cap it off here this week with uh top five of our favorite Ooh. Michael Keaton roles. Yeah. I love um, you, Michael this, Keaton. This one, um, I don't know if this was an Oscar winning performance, but like I think Michael Keaton did a pretty good job in worth. Yeah. I it agree. was like a serious acting performance, which I feel like he has a few, but not a ton. So just good that he can sort of still flex this muscle. Yes, exactly. True. His his accent was very spot on. Yeah, I loved it. At first, oh, I yeah. was worried. I was like, "Oh no, I wonder if his voice is going <laughs> to annoy me." But but over <laughs> no, the course of the movie, I completely forgot about it. Yep. So that's how. Yeah, good good story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So top five Michael Keaton roles. Uh, you gotta, guys know how it works by now. Yeah. Gotta say something. I just realized when I was doing this list uh, a little while ago. I have only seen a total of six Michael Keaton movies. Ooh, what was on the and t- Worth was, this- was one of them. <laughs> was Worth <laughs> left on the cutting room floor? <laughs> no. You no, know what's I funny? Know, I like all the other ones. Is Keaton is an actor that is so iconic for so many reasons, but when you go to his IMDb, there's yeah. not a lot there. Oh, it's prison. 
It's like I, deep, but not wide is the correct. way I just, would say it. But why is he so, I, I don't know what, like, I don't get it. Like, I know, I've known him for years. Like, and I've just, I've never watched any of his movies though. I don't get it. I think he's one of those actors that picks his roles yeah. very carefully. Kind of like Leo. Mm-hmm. Like Leo's not in a ton of movies, but the ones he is in, or the ones that he amazing, yeah, they're all pretty good. And most Michael Keaton movies are good, including the one that is my number five, which isn't even really a Michael Keaton movie. It's a movie that Michael Keaton is in, and that is The Other Guys. I put this at number five just because it's not even really a Michael Keaton movie. Yep. However, I just think the concept of him playing a police chief, but on the weekends working at Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> is absolutely <laughs> hysterical. Yes. <laughs> and that's how they come and talk to him, too, in one of the scenes. They're like, oh, hey, guys, hold on. I got a, I got a, I got a little meeting. And he's out there pep- talking to him like a cop. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I love it. He's like, we got a rape. I think it was like, we got a rape ca- or, or a rapist on the loose and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, wait, other well, job. So walking so walk <laughs> duos on your way Yeah, walking duos. Goes, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, so and, and then when they go and visit him at Bed Bath & Beyond, they're like, we've been looking for it. And he's like, what? You want to check out the sale? And they're like, no. It's pretty good. Pretty good Michael Keaton stuff. So Tanner, Definitely. what you got at your number five? Number five, I got Beetlejuice. I have never seen Beetlejuice. Me either. Oh, okay. Well, Beetlejuice is good. That's all I could say. It's a great Halloween cool. flick. Watch it next year or this year. Jesus. Oh my God. Next month. <laughs> Jesus. Nearly <laughs> spooky season. But yeah. So uh, he's, he's pretty damn hilarious in that movie. So what about you, Mr. Matt? I'm in. Uh, I do have an honorable mention. Cause again, it's sort Hit of it. like a uh, Michael Keaton adjacent role. Uh, cars. Him as the oh, villain. Yeah. Chick Hicks. Yeah. I forgot about that. Inc- he's pretty good. You don't, yeah. Judging by Logan's face, he didn't realize that, and that just shows what a good role it was for him. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, but my real number five is uh, is the other guys as well. I, um, Hell yeah! I think everyone in that movie just like is just tuned to such a weird vibe, and it's... Michael Keaton like picks it up just with the rest of them, and it's just it's great. So, Logan, what's uh, what's your number four? My number four is a movie that I think he won an Academy Award for a few years ago, and that's Birdman. Birdman, man. Uh, it's it's a really interesting it's flick. Yeah, it's very it. weird. It's got an amazing cast. Edward Norton, mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis, I think, is in there. Emma yeah. Stone, I think, is in there. Um, very yeah. good movie. Um, I can't good. even really tell you what it's about. You basically live in the head of this actor that got cast in a hit movie birdman almost almost even parroting batman well um, think about it. it's keaton in the role he's trying to move out of the shadow of playing an iconic superhero so true <laughs> so oh, it's almost all, like also yeah, has holly ahead. in the office from it what was that really also has a holly from the office in it Birdman. oh okay i need to watch that yeah, Back man, up. you should you should check it out. It's very it's a very artistic movie. It's one of those movies that's filmed in one take. Yep. Oh. So like, there's no scene cuts. Like it's just one continuous camera movement. And like, like when they when like they cut to a different scene to a different room, the camera just follows like somebody walking into another room. Yeah. Like 1917. That that same style. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Exactly. Okay. I like that a lot. That's cool. So it's. 
It's pretty good. I, I recommend it. I have it, I think. I think I own it, so I might just give it to you and let you borrow it. Oh, hell yeah. I'd definitely watch that. Yeah, it's it's cool. pretty cool movie. But other than that, Tanner, what you got at your uh your number four? I got him in Spider-Man Homecoming as the vulture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I'll uh, piggyback on that and say I do as well to not waste hell time. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> at my number but, four. Yeah, he nails it. He does great mm-hmm. as the I mean, the, oh man, that was the, the the scene that always catches me is the the scene where Peter meets him right right at the door of his date's house. That's just yeah, chilling as hell. It's a great scene. Great scene too. And I also just like the um, I guess this isn't less about him, but just kind of like them bringing in a weird element. It's like, well, if there is all this alien technology just left over in New York, like of course someone's going to do something with it. Yeah. So. Again, not Keaton specific, but he's he he's the face of that uh, whole thing. So that's, that's and he'll like probably he'll, we'll probably see him again in Spider Man Three. Looks like it. Looks like Let's it. Go. You know, you know where else we're gonna see him? Hmm. Is uh well, while I was checking it up on his uh, IMDb, it said that he just finished uh, wrapping up production on Mobius. Okay. Oh yeah, so no, he's like- in a post credit scene. That's that's in, the in a, that's the thought. I think I've also heard that he's uncredited to show up in Venom as well. We'll see. That's that's yeah. a light rumor on that one, but he'll um, be in prison though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh but either way, my number three is Spider Man Homecoming. <laughs> hey, hey. So I will just piggyback off of you guys and just say I'm excited for the future of Keaton in the MCU, and I'll leave it at that. And uh, I'll, I'll throw in an honorable mention there, Cars as well, because I completely sure. yeah, same, forgot same. that Keaton was uh, was Chick Hicks. So Tanner, Ka-chia. what you got at number three? Kachiga, Kachiga. Um, I got the other guys for the uh, uh, number three, which we already cool. touched on. But you know, I just have to say one thing about one scene. You know, the one when he gets them all the crowd around him. Back up. Yeah. Not a little, a couple more. No, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa, 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 too close. <laughs> that's the best scene anywho what about very you, funny man? uh yeah. my number three is birdman again just like a very serious role that he may or may not have won something for but the mo- it was definitely a uh, an oscar favorite the year it came out and yeah it's a uh, not a movie yeah, that's similar to one that i watch very often but still really good really uh enjoyed it uh my favorite scene from it is when he's just like walking around backstage and there's like the weird like all drumming soundtrack and he just walks by a guy just playing the soundtrack on the drums <laughs> super random That's but awesome. uh yeah so that is my number three logan what is your runner up for michael keaton roles runner up for michael keaton roles is worth i'm just kidding wow it's, not. Oh. <laughs> it's actually uh the founder Oh, I've been meaning to which watch is that. a okay. uh, which is a very solid movie about the uh, the story of McDonald's and uh, Michael Keaton plays Roy Kroc, which uh, is also kind of an asshole. And uh, you kind of see how he basically took McDonald's idea and ran with it. And the, the two brothers that actually started McDonald's got little to no credit or Damn. money for for the whole situation and he kind of took it all uh but a very good movie and and uh, michael keaton plays it very well so uh, i i recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it that's one that i don't own but i i want to own because that, that's a good movie yeah. i hear what's your uh, what's your runner up uh, i've got batman returns 
the one where he fights the penguin. Sure. It's a good one. That is oh, a yeah. good one. I just uh, that's where I know him best from. I'll be honest. From like when I was a kid, I watched the those movies so many times. I still do once in a while. But uh, that's all I can say. He's B man. What about you, Matt? Um, so mine is also my number two is probably the movie that I've seen most often on my list, and it's not Batman. It is Mister Mom. Oh this my is- god! <laughs> Tanner might not even know what that is. I don't even no. know what it is. So- no. This came to my family through a uh, Pizza Hut promotion. <laughs> we got the DVD for it when we got we got some Pizza Hut off. Hell um, yeah. And my sister and I just wore this movie out. It's just a very silly, like, 80s comedy. He loses his job, so he has to stay home with his kids while his wife, like, re-enters the workforce. And he just oh, goes man. insane. Well, oh, I'd um, like that. While also um, thinking that his wife is being stolen by her new boss. So it is very silly, but it's the one I know invested. So it's just really funny to me. So, yeah. But Logan, what is your number one? My number one is Batman. I'll pick it. The OG. Yep. Same. Woo! (laughs) The OG. Hopefully seeing him, if the rumors are true, in, um, well, actually, I'm pretty sure he's pretty much confirmed it on a bunch of talk shows that he's in the movie, uh, The Flash. Um, But yeah, man, iconic. Um, I almost turned it on HBO Max last night when I was doing some work on my computer. I almost threw it on just to have it on in the background, but it's iconic. He was the OG Mm -hmm. Batman. Uh, Oh, yeah. there's, There's not much we could say today that hasn't been said about him already, but... right. Uh, just iconic as all get out. I, I assume it's it's you two as well. Yep. Childhood, right there. Shout and it's, and it's the best Batman music too. That's the best soundtrack. Yeah, that Danny Elfman mm-hmm. is really really good. Yes. Oh yeah. My sure um, my favorite scene is when the Joker pulls the comedically large gun out of his pants <laughs> and uses that <laughs> to take down the Batwing or the Nightwing, whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah that was funny. <laughs> Like he, he, he holds it up like it's a yep. sniper and he takes the bat wing down with one shot <laughs> you gotta think the joker is is quite the marksman <laughs> right with a comedically long gun he was a hitman before kind of. you gotta think that uh that the bullet would get lodged somewhere in the barrel before making it all the way down yeah think that I guess like funny. we'd have never danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. So let me tell you something. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale? I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what a good movie. That's funny. Well, that's uh that's a cap on Michael Keaton's top five roles. Yeah. And uh we don't have a major release this week. However, it is spooky season. Okay. And, and there are uh there are a w- Oh, there, there was yeah. released a new movie this past weekend on HBO Max called Malignant, and it's directed so. by the man who directed the Conjuring movies. Um, I've heard some pretty decent things about them, so I might check that out. So I might talk about that next week. I'll watch it, too, because uh, that looks really good. Matt, I know tear. you'll sit that one out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, 
But other than that, if something else drops that we completely forget about, we'll reconvene. But other than that, we might do a little spooky, spooky episode and maybe another top five uh, next week. I'm trying to brainstorm another good one we could do. Top five spookies. <laughs> Matt, I don't know if Matt no, will partake in that I couldn't one. do scary movies, but I could do like Halloween Town 1, Halloween Town 2, <laughs> Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, yes. Yeah, Adam's Family. <laughs> Dude, Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, really. So, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, but until then, like I said at the top, follow us on Instagram for more updates like these. That was a fun episode. That was a good one. That was fun. I enjoyed that. We love, I, we, I love talking Michael Keaton, I've realized. Me too. Yeah. He's awesome. Except I haven't seen so, any of his freaking movies, I guess. Neither <laughs> <laughs> so have I. I completely forgot about Mr. Mom. I get it. Where can you find that? Uh, Do you know? On my parents' DVD show. <laughs> 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 I've got to um, hunt down Mr. Mom. I didn't realize he was in Spotlight either. That is a must watch. I need Ooh, to. Oh, I haven't seen that. that one yet. Yeah. Okay. 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 And I guess we'll we'll be on the hunt for uh, we'll be on the hunt for Mr. Mom. (laughs) (laughs) But until then, follow us on Instagram, tell a friend in need and leave that rating on iTunes. We'll see you guys on Thursday for the 40 year old virgin starring me and Tanner. Bye. See ya. God, I had to pee. Oh, that was picked up in the audio.